Welcome to the first official episode of the OPE podcast. I'm your host, Abby. Now, for anyone that is confused and seeing multiple episodes below this one, saying like, oh, it's not the actual first episode. Um, Previously, it was the OPE Girls podcast with Abby and Nikki, and now it's just me. So I definitely want to get into the format of like kind of like the segments I want to do and kind of like what I envision for the podcast, but that's going to come later. Uh, One of my girlfriends, Sage, she's going to be a guest host. So we're going to talk about all of that in a little bit. But I wanted to quickly record a little bit of an intro for Sage just so you guys can get to know her. I don't have to stare at her face while I am describing her in length. So essentially, Sage and I have been friends for like a little over a year. And I'm like so thankful for her. She's honestly like not just because she's like one of my like only single friends, but like honestly, there's like several things like that we just have bonded over over the course of, you know, getting to know each other. But it's so crazy. It's like, you know, most girls will understand this. It's like you meet someone at a bar and like you're in the bathroom or you're just like randomly chit chatting with them. And, you know, you've had drinks and like, oh, my gosh, we should be friends. We should hang out. So it was one of those situations. That's how I met Sage. And um, we exchanged numbers. And like that night we were talking about The Bachelorette. And she actually invited me to the hangout. So I was like, if I don't go to this one hangout, I will not be friends with like it was like a group of people, but specifically her. I'm like, I won't be friends with them. So uh, I I went. I was like, you know, I'm either going to be murdered <laughs> or this could be a friendship. And like, you know, as a single woman in the Midwest in my 30s, it's like I'm constantly trying to meet new people, meet new friends. It's honestly part of my personality. I kind of feel like I'll forever be this way. Like even if I'm like married, like I personally think you can never have enough friends. Um, so like, I just really, you know, value like Sage's friendship from like that perspective. Um, but honestly, another thing, like she is another friend of mine that loves Taylor Swift just as much as I do. (laughs) Like just a little story, you know, she went to my 30th birthday and I had asked her if she could make the playlist. And so I was like, I trust you. Like I've been in enough, like parties or hangouts where you know you're in control of the music and so I'm like I just request Taylor Swift so like at one point on the party bus it was just like her and I on a whole different level than every single other person and we're just like belting like death by a thousand cuts and you could tell that we like both had been hurt so deeply in the past and you know Taylor's there for us (laughs) um just like another couple things like so I already mentioned she's single, so I'm assuming her DMs are open. Uh, only if you're you're not weird, though. Just got to say that. Please be normal <laughs> if you slide in. Um, 
But like one thing about Sage is I am so jealous of how confident she is. Like the second like one sip of alcohol like is in her system. She goes from like zero to 100 and I don't know how she does it. Like I wish I could like bottle it up and take it myself because it's like it's truly unmatched. Um, But like she's also a fellow Gemini and the only thing is it's like I feel like she's more of like the angel and I'm the devil because like Gemini is like the Gemini twins, the evil and the the angel um, because she's just you'll you'll I feel like you guys will understand once I start the interview when she gets here. I am excited to see like how this, you know, episode goes because she can be I don't want to say shy because she's not shy, but she's definitely more reserved. So I think it'll be interesting. And, you know, for everyone that has given me encouragement to, you know, continue on this endeavor by myself, I want to thank you. And, um, yeah, uh, let's uh, get into the interview with Sage. Hey, Sage. Hey, Nikki. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, Abby. (laughs) Thank you for being my first guest on the OPE podcast. Oh, I am so honored. Thanks for having me. (laughs) So I was telling the listeners about how thankful I am that you are the first person to come on the podcast. And I haven't had a chance to like give them any insight into like the format, but I feel like you're the perfect person because like you're one of my very few single friends. Yes. So single. Yeah, same. (laughs) And so just just a little quick overview for the listeners. Like what I'm envisioning is I know it's not going to happen every week and you'll understand why here in a second. But what I'm picturing is here and there having, you know, friends and family members that want Mm -hmm. to come on. But ultimately, the format is I want to interview men from my past. Love that. And ask them like hard-hitting questions like why do you think we never worked out and it's not going to be like everyone that I've like formally or officially dated um but like I don't know like guys that I've gone on like one or two dates with and didn't like either it's like if they just ghosted me or if I didn't want to pursue them anymore like Mm -hmm. I just want to like get their thoughts on what they think and ask them certain questions and so Sage my question for you is how I have a list of men in my phone okay okay? and so this includes guys that I've gone on either a couple of dates guys that I maybe never went on a date but had like a huge crush on them Mm -hmm. and liked them and they probably didn't like me back or I didn't know. Yeah. <laughs> and guys that I've like kind of dated. Okay. So how many people do you think I have on my list? Oh, no. Okay. So <laughs> just thinking this through, you've been <laughs> single for a minute. And yeah, I'm usually always single. Yeah. <laughs> and so that just means a lot of dates, a lot of like Bumble and Hinge dates. Yes. I would think, mm-hmm. you know, have been accumulating those. Also, you have to remember that some people, like, if I don't, like, 
if they don't make it to a second date, I don't usually add their number. Oh, okay. Ish. Yeah. No, that's fair. I do the same thing. Just just to like help you with yeah. your, your numbers. Because I gonna, feel like it would be in the hundreds. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm going to go with 22. Nope. One more chance. Okay. You're I, hot. You're hot, though. Like close? Kind of. Mm, I'm gonna um 33 32 oh look at me go I'm so good at this I'm like this is kind of a long list I'm like should I be embarrassed no I mean no it's good you're just you know out there totally single meeting people totally single it happens (laughs) okay so now this week I started reaching out to guys I have like one person committed but like I never I'm I'm not gonna give it away, but like this person there was nothing serious going on okay, with him. Yeah. Okay. So I have one guy committed to coming on the podcast. This this poor man. Yeah. Um but outside of that front like and he wasn't even on my list. So the guys from my actual list, mm-hmm. I started reaching out to them this week. I've reached out to four people, okay? Yes. Guess how many people have replied? <laughs> Oh, no. Um, Well, if you only have one committed, I would say zero. (laughs) That was on the list. Okay. So uh, of the four, I have had one reply. Oh, okay. Better than I thought. But it was a no. Okay. That checks out. (laughs) So I've been, you've like briefly mentioned this to me and I was thinking about it and was the one who said no, is he in a relationship now? I am not friends with this person on Facebook. Okay. But if I had to guess, yes. And I just loved his reply. He he was a very nice person. Don't get me wrong. But like he was like he politely declined. And then mm-hmm. he was like, if you want to talk about me on the pod, feel free. And I'm like, thanks. What a gem. I just have to think if they're in a relationship, their girlfriend, wife is not going to love them going on a podcast with someone okay. from the past. I was talking about that with a friend. Yeah. And... It's like, obviously, it didn't work out for a reason. Like, mm-hmm. I only want this for content. I said it could be anonymous. Mm-hmm. But I, I get it. Like, but I don't know. Like, if I had a man and he, someone wanted him to go on a podcast, I'd be like, you're a hot commodity. It's like, like, look at you. Yeah. I'd be like, babe, you got to do it. <laughs> right? Yeah. I mean. I, would you? I mean, okay. So, like, okay. I wouldn't care. But, like, honestly, would you care? Ooh, this hypothetical. Yeah, boyfriend of I, I feel like it depended depended on like the relationship the guy had with the girl with the podcast. Like, okay, if it was someone who he had his very serious relationship with, and like they had a lot of feelings and past, and like all that's gonna be brought up. It's like maybe I would not love that. Yeah, but if it was someone you went on a couple dates with, who cares? But also maybe I would kind of like it. No, actually, I have no idea. I don't know. So like. I I don't know. For me, I was like, this is going to be so therapeutic because it's like at the like, so I wanted to see, see like a why they thought like, you know, we didn't work out, which like I, f- I feel like that will like give me insight to things that I might not like see in myself, I guess. Yeah. And then in addition to that, it's like, I don't know, like if there's any unresolved questions between either of us. A, that's juicy for the podcast. Yeah. That's such good content, in my for opinion. Real. But, like, I think it would be good for me and them. Yeah. I feel like, yeah, like you said, it will be very th- therapeutic. I cannot say that word. but um, Therapeutic. Therapeutic, <laughs> yes, um, for both of you. But also helpful for other people, too. Like, 
once you learn, like maybe I did this on a date and then someone else could be like, oh my gosh, I do that so much on a date. Right. Right. And like, I don't know. So I guess I would just like, just a disclaimer. If you are one of these guys that I've reached out to that happened to be listening, I know if you've listened to my podcast previously, I like maybe shit on people and I've had some pretty crazy stories, but that's not my intention. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> I wouldn't most likely shit on you. <laughs> it's like most likely, but I mean, no, I'm just kidding. That's not the plan. Like, I probably would ask some uncomfortable questions, but at the same time, it's like, I don't know. It's life. Like, the hard-hitting questions, I feel like, make you kind of grow as a person. Yeah. And you know what? If you ask them hard questions or you have to shit on them, then they probably deserved it. I'm thinking right. back, like, to my exes and if they had a podcast, like, maybe the ones, like, earlier, like, when I'm a teenager, they're going to shit on me because I'm a teenager into crappy stuff. <laughs> but, like, I'm a generally, like, a good person and I feel like my yeah. exes wouldn't have too many bad things to say about me. But right. maybe they would. I don't know. Well, I mean, that's – I like to think that too. But, like, yeah. also, like, you can – like, I've had some crazy moments. <laughs> yeah. But I don't know. I was just, like, thinking about it, though. I'm, like – so I the, – the the four people that I've reached out to, I've, like, reached out to them for various reasons. Like, mm-hmm. the first person that I reached out to who did not reply, I thought that would just be some really good content. And like, I honestly have questions for him that I'm like, really, like, I really want answered. Mm-hmm. But he's a married man. Mm-hmm. So I could see why yeah. there was no response. But honestly, out of all four, I was most shocked that he didn't reply. You know, maybe he's just letting it marinate for a little bit. Mm-hmm. I hope so. Yeah. It's been a couple of days. And then like, there were, so like the two, no, actually the three others that I reached out to, they were more like, for a good personality oh okay like nothing too serious Mm -hmm. couple of dates maybe only one date I can't even remember at this point but I just remember them like being like we we got along great yeah and so I feel like our banter would be really good so it was like well I might as well reach out to people that are like light-hearted and yeah would have a good fun Mm -hmm. so I don't know but then like on this list I'm like there's a couple of people that I like might have, like I was telling you the other night, like that I might have to take a couple of shots before I send like this text that I've cultivated and I'm copying and pasting. Yeah. I just have to say you are so brave for doing this. <laughs> I'm trying to think of my list and how many guys I would send this text to. And like I have a like it maybe Let's not bring them on. <laughs> well, I don't know. Maybe not 33 people, <laughs> but like a handful of people. And I don't think I would like send it to very many of them. Sage, if none of my men reply, <laughs> we're going to have to create a list for you. Okay. And you're just going to have to be an unofficial co-host and we're going to interview your guy. <laughs> okay. I was actually thinking about this. I have like a couple guys. So I do a thing where I just like get massive crushes on people. Never tell them. Yeah, same. Um, love that for me. Just brings me a lot of joy and happiness. But um, <laughs> I wonder like I have always thought about like calling them up be like you know like I had a huge crush on you like this year like did you have any idea because I think I'm being so obvious and I never am oh my god okay so one of the people that I really want to interview is my one of my biggest crushes from college mm-hmm. but we were just friends yes but he's married now too and it's like So he was, like, in a really long-term committed relationship. So, like, I respected that. We were friends. We had all of our classes together. But, like, we got close enough to where, like, 
we wouldn't like book our classes together, but we would book our breaks like with each other. Okay. Yeah. Like study breaks. And I'm like, this is serious. He's like, look at us. I know. And so like he broke up with this girl and I was like, this is my time. Mm -hmm. But I'm like, he needed time to heal. Yeah. So I was being a very patient person Mm -hmm. and I was too patient. And then he got into another relationship and now he's married to this woman. And I'm like, fuck that girl. Yeah. See, the guys are the opposite. I have some guy friends and I've talked to this about them before. They kind of like it. No, they, okay. Like sample size of one. This one guy (laughs) told me how it's like maybe a good thing if a girl gets in a relationship or talking to someone because then when it like ends and she's sad, they can swoop in and be their like shoulder to cry on. Oh, so I should have like gone in there quicker yeah just like bring him like yeah she sounds he even gave me his like crazy. netflix password oh you know we were already in a relationship a yeah i don't know what else you wanted that was a sign <laughs> he would take me in his car and drive me around like <laughs> so romantic he liked it i pretended to like it <laughs> yeah love a car <laughs> love the road like, yeah nice <laughs> No, I actually do love that because I hate driving. So if a guy wants to drive me around, take me grocery shopping. It was like love that. not to like go from point A to point B. Okay. You drive. This mm-hmm. was like, I really like my, I don't know what kind of car. Yeah. A sportier car. <laughs> I really like it. Do you want to take a ride with me? on this break of ours oh wow! so i was like mm, sure <laughs> clearly not in this economy i'm in love with you i will do anything for you <laughs> you know yeah spending time quality time yeah just in a car good memories can happen in the car too bad we didn't make out yeah mm, i'm feel bad for you that would have been fun <laughs> okay so i wanted to ask you a couple of questions All so right. If anyone ever decides to reply to me and they do come on the podcast, like, what are questions that, like, you have always wanted to, like, ask exes or just guys in general? Mm -hmm. It doesn't have to be, like, specifically, like, what you want to know. But I do want to know that. Oh, sure. Both of them. All all of the above. All of the above. First, I, like, so I have a lot of questions about the crazy and hot scale. Have you heard of this? Where it's like as it relates to women, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. As it's like the crazier the girl is, the hotter she is. Mm-hmm. Now, I personally don't think I'm like ugly, but I also think I'm super chill. Yeah. So, but like, I feel like that's not true because I'm still single, and so I like <laughs> want to ask, like, where do I fall on the crazy hot scale? Oh my god, that's such a good question. Yeah. And then the, I don't know if I have the balls to ask. That. Oh, I can ask him to come on the podcast, but I don't know. Like, oh, really? Yeah. Rate me. I feel like it's going to be. Or it's like, tell me how fucking bad shit crazy I am. I know. I feel like I'll be really bad for my self-confidence <laughs> because like, <laughs> like, like I'm, I feel like I'm really not crazy. So it just has to be the looks for me. Well, if they agree that that's like accurate, they either think you're ugly or they think you're nuts. I know. And I've never met a guy who doesn't believe in the crazy hot scale. So not looking good. Oh, I need to start asking my friends about this. Yeah. So that's my first question. Okay. Um, Second question. Like I would want to be rated like one to 10. Like what's my one to 10 okay. rating? I have no idea. But also like, okay. Like do you, which like if I'm interviewing a ton of people, yeah. let's just keep 
the ratings going and then let's average it out yeah for sure you know and round up um but like if you're just asking one person beauty is in the eye of the beholder yeah and i think it also depends so it's like fuck what they're what they think it only matters what i think right yeah i think would be interesting to like the difference like do some like data analysis and like (laughs) the difference between the guys who like actually know you and the guys who you just meet like for one date or something oh like how different it would be right like one date like it might be less because they don't know my personality as much like that probably influences it yeah in a good way or a bad way (laughs) yeah we don't know (laughs) it's like that's what we have to find out let's start a spreadsheet and excel like that like we need to be taking all these like points. Yeah. What's your age? Where did you grow up? Let's let's see if there's any data analysis any here. Quirk. And I do think so. I lived in New York City for a while, and also I feel like that's when I was like at my lowest on the scale. And I lived in New York, so yeah. I was probably like a two in New York, maybe like a Midwest gas right. station like six. <laughs> <laughs> but like, well, that's what they say. It's like, oh, you might be a ten in Indiana, but if you go to Miami, you're like a three yeah not looking good <laughs> i'm not calling myself a 10 just saying that i'm just giving an example of what yeah. people say i mean abby you're at least a 10 at like a midwest gas station <laughs> it's like those guys love it yeah they are very nice yeah it's have you seen those memes it's like you better be nice to your girl otherwise like she's gonna go to the gas station and like get picked up <laughs> Yeah, for real. <laughs> I fucking butchered that, but you get the but gist. But yeah, I, I get where I'm picking up where you're laying down. It's such a thing. Also, when I was living in New York and I would leave my apartment when I was like the most sick and like uh, ugly looking and I would be like walking to my friend's apartment or like the store to pick up like cough medicine. That's when you'd get the most cat calls. There's some science behind that. Honestly, I mean... I've never been to New York. It's on my bucket list. I was planning a trip to go in May of 2020, but we all know how that went. Um, I just love like that, like, you know, in the Midwest, we generally don't get cat called as much. Mm-hmm. It does happen. Yeah. But not as much. Does it, does it like boost your confidence sometimes though? Um, or do you just like hate it overall? I, I don't think it did anything. I don't think it boosted my, it, I didn't hate it. It didn't boost my confidence. Um, cause I think it was like, maybe you looked more available when you looked bad. Like, oh, I have more <laughs> of a shot with her. So I'll cat call her. She for sure is a boyfriend cause she looks like shit. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, the confidence to go out into public looking like that. She ain't trying to find a man. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know how it made me feel, but okay. No type of way. I actually hate it. Yeah. But that's, I, it doesn't like, I feel like maybe like in New York, like it's just so normal. Whereas mm-hmm. like if I'm. I'm about to give an example and this will like date me because I do not anyone that knows me knows I don't run anymore but back in the day when I was running <laughs> like literally just in the suburbs area running down the main road getting cat called it just I don't know I didn't feel safe at that point yeah it's different in Fort Wayne because it doesn't happen as often right in New York it was fun because we would get a, like a cup maybe a drink in us my friends and I and we'd like start cat calling guys back like do a reverse cat call have you seen that tiktok where it's like you do like a very like awkward cat call like damn girl you look like you pay your bills on time (laughs) yes i love those (laughs) they're great because you can see their face like getting really upset like yeah and then like you know what i do pay my bills on time thanks for noticing 
fuck yeah, I am a responsible queen. Yes, I'm so independent. Look at me. (laughs) Okay, so do you have any other questions? Like, so I feel like those are like your questions that you can ask just like anyone. But like, do you have a question that you would like want to ask? Like, for example, like your ex? Oh, shoot. Um, Yeah, I mean... There are some questions I would like to ask people that I've dated longer. Maybe something like, you know, things go well for so long. It's like, when did you know it we weren't meant to be or like weren't supposed to be together? And like, why? Like, what was the moment or why did you think that? I honestly, I think that's actually a really great question because I always hear that like guys hate breaking up with girls. Yeah. And they kind of like pussy out about it a little bit Mm -hmm. and they just start behaving really poorly. And this is just like a total generalization, like what I've heard. I've definitely heard. But they just like start behaving really poorly to convince you to break up with them so they don't have to do it. And it's like if you knew it, why not just like start that conversation? Yeah, I think that's true, but that would never work with me because I'm, like, very direct in a relationship. Yeah. Um. So, like, the moment I would catch, like, a weird vibe or, like, you know, like, their consistencies changed. And so maybe mm-hmm. when they were, like, a great guy or, like, consistently did something good and then I just felt like it shift, I, like, wouldn't sweep it under the rug. I'd address it immediately. So yeah. I kind of forced them to have that conversation. You're way better at that than me. But I do feel like as women – Like, it's our superpower to, like, pick up on, Mm -hmm. like, shifts in a relationship. And I feel like just a lot of us just uh, ignore it. (laughs) Yeah. Sometimes I wonder what my life would be like if I did ignore it. Because that's just not me. Yeah. When I I am comfortable with someone, though, I'm not afraid to, like, ask them, like, whatever the situation is, you know, about it. It's, like, when I'm, like not dating someone like Mm. officially when I'm like more nervous to bring stuff up yeah because it's like where like I don't really know where my place is yeah it's like I'm not the girlfriend but like we've been making out and maybe even sleeping together like yeah I guess for me I do it more for my like own anxiety it's like I make up a lot of stories in my head and Mm. I'm like Mm -hmm. self-aware enough to know that And so if I catch myself, like, making up a story in my head, I, like, bring it to their attention. And I won't even place blame on them. I'll be like, hey, like, this is how I've been feeling. And I'll even have those maybe conversations with someone that I'm not as comfortable with, like you were saying, just because, like, that's just who I am and that's how it's always going to be. And so it's better get that, like, if he's not cool with it now, then. No, I think that's great. And I should try to do that more often. It's empowering. It, like – it feels good and like it has it either has a really good conversation or a really bad conversation either way it's those are conversations right. that should be had well that's the thing though it's like even if it's a bad conversation like at least you know and you're not wasting your time mm-hmm. you know talking to the person or even seeing them even more like if you're yeah. not on the same page why would you want to continue things exactly yeah I just had a, a guy went on a handful of dates with and we had a like I, he, a good conversation where I was really direct mm-hmm. and like, he, I didn't see any red flags before that. And then after that conversation, they were so glaring and I was so glad that we had that. Cause if not, maybe I'd still be talking to him and maybe not know how toxic he is as a person. Right. It's like, 
that's like when their ego kind of gets involved and how like you get to see like how they might like handle something like that. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's good. And, you know, um, at the end of the day, if you're with someone who you really think like has your best interests at heart, they're not going to be taken aback by you being like, hey, I feel anxious about this or I've been thinking that they'll they'll want to reassure your anxieties. Right. Well, I also think too, like, this is like definitely a good lesson, like for me specifically, but probably for the listeners, it's like, I don't know. I also think that gives them an opportunity. Cause like a lot of times, like I can be like self-aware enough to know like why I'm getting that anxiety. Mm -hmm. Um, but like, I also still personally need that reassurance, like for me to like, feel like kind of like the strength in the relationship and the trust and like yeah. build that up because like when you're first like you know meeting someone like the first handful of times or whatever it is it's like you don't have that foundation mm-hmm. and so I don't know like it also kind of like lets yourself like be vulnerable and gives them like kind of a peek into like what makes you you and why yeah. and mm-hmm. if someone doesn't respect that then like fuck them but sure. like your person's going to want to know everything about you. Yeah. And I think when you open up and you're able to like voice your concerns and anxieties, it also gives them a chance where maybe they are also thinking similar things and they don't feel comfortable bringing it up with you. But if you bring it up, like usually when I bring something up, they have something else that they're thinking or like a story they're telling themselves in their head. And right. so it just really clears the air and you guys can be on the same page. Wow. You are such a healthy person. <laughs> I mean, I don't know about that. <laughs> I'll take what I can get. I eat a lot of candy. Mentally healthy. Okay. I love that. <laughs> I journal a lot. Okay. So is there any other questions that you would ask? Hmm. I, so you know, there's just so many things you want to know. You like pick the brains. I like love this for you if you actually get some guys to do it. I know. Guys, please, please. respond. <laughs> we need to know the deets. Um, maybe like so when you date anyone, there's like parts of them, like even if you're super into them, there's parts of them that like being in a relationship with them or like seeing a life with them kind of freaks you out. Mm-hmm. So I wonder what that would be about me. Like what about dating me or a life with me would freak you out? That's such a good question. Do you do you think guys think that far? Probably not. They <laughs> tend to underthink. Yeah. Because I'm like, I know, like, it's not like after the first date, but like once I like get like a glimpse of like, oh, I actually think I might like this person. Mm-hmm. I picture our whole future together. Yeah. I'm- Super toxic. I don't recommend that. Yeah. I mean, that's just like a recipe to get your heart broken. Yeah. You're just like, yeah, you're falling in love with someone's potential. The amount. Oh, one. I that is I am so good at doing that. It's so easy to like, do. That is one thing that I'm actually trying to work on. I'm like, do I like this person here and now right in front of me? Because mm-hmm. the amount of lives are like future lives I've cultivated in my head with I mean, I've had like 17 husbands at this point. Yeah. <laughs> and, and families. And they're probably great because you're great. And so you like oh, create, yeah. you know, like you create it yourself. Yes. Okay. So like, again, take a, like, I swear, take a shot every time I reference a TikTok video. All right. Let go. <laughs> because like, you'll, you guys will all be dead. But like, I saw this thing and I'm probably going to butcher it, but it's like, 
it was talking about how like what you were saying, like falling for the potential of a person. Mm -hmm. And then if you peel that back a layer, it's like they were good because like you are good. Yeah. And I'm like, damn. Yeah. It's like when you go on a date and it's like a fun date, but you realize like it's just because you ask fun questions and are a good time. Okay. Every time (laughs) I actually hate when people ask me about it, like dates, because I'm like, well, I was there and I really don't mean that to come off as cocky as it is, (laughs) but I'm like, I can talk to a fucking wall. Mm -hmm. Like I entertain myself all day long in my own head and have a great fucking time. Yeah. So, yeah. So of course I had a good time on the date. Like, I didn't even need him to be there, though. I know. (laughs) Did he bring anything to the table? Like, that's kind of what I'm looking for. Or like, (laughs) like I like what I try to look for is like, okay, like, what's their character like? And then like, how do I feel in their presence? Like, those are kind of the two things Mm -hmm. after a date. Because I'm like, oh, I laughed a lot because I was making the jokes. Yeah. (laughs) I also think so that some of the best dates are when you know like halfway through the date that it's not going to go anywhere. So then it's like you can be not unhinged, but like (laughs) (laughs) not unhinged, but you can like ask them anything and like you don't have to think like worry about them liking you back. So you can literally just like, like, you know, like collecting data, like I was talking about before. Yeah. I like ask them be like, so like, what's your biggest pet peeve on a date? Like, tell me about your crazy like girls you've dated or something like that. And I need to like have like a list of like those types of questions. You're so good at that. I literally my last day I pulled out my notes on my iPhone and I'm like, what should we talk about next? Let me pick a question. <laughs> OK, I'm so glad you're bringing this up because this is something I did want to talk to you about. Okay. So Sage went on a date and you he was talking a lot about like I guess like I don't want to explain your date for you. Do you want to like he you said like you talked a lot about his about. ex. Oh okay yeah this mm-hmm. one mm-hmm. right. Is there anything else you want to add to that? No, I mean guys do talk about their exes a lot to me, but I also tend to ask the question like what happened in your last relationship oh that's a good one because I feel like you can like weed out some red flags like if they place all the blame on their ex Mm -hmm. or like they sound super toxic when they talk about them you're just like yikes yeah and it's like what involvement did you have in that yeah and you can kind of also tell how someone feels about women when they talk about their I definitely agree but like so specifically like this guy was talking a lot about his ex you were asking him a bunch of questions but overall did you love the date no okay so when he got home what did he text you oh he he had a great time he had so much fun okay okay so this is what i wanted to get to. okay so this is like the point so essentially like sage and i started talking about this like after her date and Like, I gave her an example of I was on this one date with this guy, and I don't think I got a single word in the entire time. But somehow on the date, he started telling me how he wanted to introduce me to his kid, Uh, his mom. Yeah. Making, like, future future plans with me. He's doing, like, what you do in your head, but, like, out loud. Right. Right. Without even, but like the thing like is like, worse. he knew nothing about me Yeah, because I didn't get a word in. Like he just talked the whole time. And then I get home and I have three paragraphs 
about how amazing the date was and my experience couldn't have been com- like it was the complete opposite I'm like I never want to see this person again in my whole entire life that is bonkers so like we were kind of talking it's yeah. like guys love talking about themselves guys <laughs> love to feel interesting like yeah. every guy of important and important like so many guys think they are so interesting and important and like the things I have to say are like top tier <laughs> like grade a comedy and um so if you make them feel that way they're really into it yeah so all you like I I honestly feel like if you're single, like your tactic should, should just be ask like a thousand questions. I actually went to a leadership conference and they actually brought this up where like people like to think of like talk like highly of themselves or not highly or like think of good memories or something. And so like some questions you can ask are things like tell me like a moment when you were like your most proud moment. Ooh, that's a good one. Yeah. And so then they'll like talk about it and you learn something about them, but then they leave that conversation feeling about how they felt when they were most proud because they're retelling that story. And then they oh, associate that feeling. Yeah. They associate that <laughs> feeling with you. I'm like, oh, my next day I'm so going to ask that. Yeah. Yeah. That's in my notes app for sure. <laughs> oh, I also kind of have a little theory behind this though. And it's like, I feel. And again, like these are just like generalized, like, you know, male, female relationships. Mm -hmm. But like guys, I always wonder what guys talk about with other guys, because like I feel like you can look at two friends. Yeah. And they literally like don't know their girlfriend's name like because they like they talk about sports and like farts or, I don't even know I don't know what they talk about it's not fun but like when guys get with women yeah they talk about their feelings I mean not all t- all the time but mm-hmm. like we're more open to like ask those types of questions yeah so then they get the opportunity to talk about that so I think like I think that's why guys like feel like They loved the date if you're asking those types of questions because they don't get that opportunity. Yeah, that's a really good point. They don't have like the avenue that us girls do. Right. Typically. Typically. Like there are some guys like I know like a handful of guys who are afraid to like be very emotional, not emotional, but vulnerable. Yeah. With their friends. And I think that's really cool. But I think there's definitely the stereotype that a lot of guys feel like they can't be open and honest with their friends and that's too bad but then you know what that's where us ladies can come in and ask the hard-hitting questions right and really get to the root of their thoughts it also like might be like I know like a couple episodes ago with Nikki I was talking about like can guys and girls be friends and like you know or be just friends yeah and I I don't know I'm like I know like I had someone send me like a, a video of like Every guy that you're friends with, like, at one point, like, has probably thought about fucking you, which I don't disagree with this. That probably is a true statement for the most part. Yeah. But also, it's, like, I would say it's kind of dumb to just think that guys aren't capable of having platonic relationships, even if they've at some point thought about having sex with that person. Like, they're not simple-minded creeps, you know? Yeah. I mean, like, sometimes, but... They, they have the capabilities, but I think it's important, like, t- 
to have female friendships because that mm. shows that you can just be a human in this world and not just only want one thing. Yeah. And a female friend can give you that outlet to talk about like your feelings and stuff without having a girlfriend if you don't have one at the time. Yeah. And I just would like to say if we have any guys listening, like it's totally cool if you like talk about your feelings with your guy friends. Like, oh, yeah, more guys should be doing that. But it is an interesting like topic to think about like guys and girls, if they can be friends. I have a lot of like in my life, I've had a lot of guy friends. Same. Um, Most of them, I think, are platonic. If I'm saying that word correctly, I cannot say any words correctly. But (laughs) another thing this brought to my mind is how there's always like the guys like you see like guys get upset when they're friends with a girl and then they think of themselves as the good guy and then they see her her, like going after the bad guy or whatever and but then I'm losing my train of thought but essentially what I'm trying to say is how guys get upset when like a girl that they like don't like them back when they're friends but we never talk about like how disappointing it can be as a girl or like even that like guys can feel this way, but how disappointing it can be when you have someone that you're really friend, close friends with and they express interest in you and then you're not interested in them back and then it like ruins a friendship. That's like actually really interesting because I mean, I'm like trying to think of like all of my friends. Like I have like a couple guy friends that like it took like, okay, so I'm going to give one example. I was like best friends, not like he was my 100% best friend. Like when, when I say best friend as a guy, like my girl best friends are typically closer with me, but like my, one of my best guy friends. Okay. He moved away after years of just being friends. And at no point did he ever express any interest. Did he ever ask me out on a date, like ever try to like make a move on me. Mm -hmm. Like it was purely platonic. And then he moves away and he's like, I would have dated you that whole time. And I'm like, you had no idea. You, um, I feel like we always know. I knew. Yeah. But I'm like, what am I like? I want to feel wanted and desired. And if we're that close and you can't even say like, I would love to try to take you out on a date if you're open to it. Yeah. Would you have been into it? I don't think so. <laughs> okay. Um. No, I, I don't. I. I like someone that can take control. Mm -hmm. So like the whole premise of the friendship was that he didn't feel comfortable even asking me out. So no, we're still friends to this day, but like, I don't know. See, I kind of, I have some guy friends and like, I'm thinking of someone in particular where I've like always known that he's kind of been into me. But I think he also knows that I'm not into him. And so he's never said anything. And yeah. I really appreciate that. Yeah. Because maybe s- it was one of those things. Yeah. And he only felt comfortable because he moved away saying it. Yeah. Maybe. Potentially. Yeah. Like, I would rather have that than a guy who, like, asks you out and you reject him. And then, like, they can't be your friend anymore. It's like, we thought this whole time we we're friends. And now you're kind of like, all those things. Yeah, I don't think that's ever really happened to me. I think every guy that has expressed interest, I've always been able to be friends with them still. I just, like, the only thing that I would, like, not want is, like, I would want it to just stay the same, like, pre you ever saying you had feelings or wanted to take me out. Mm -hmm. 
but like don't make me feel bad for dating other people even if like I think kind of like where you were going before even if like you kind of think that that person might not be up to par Mm -hmm. like let me make my own bad decision. <laughs> yeah. It's like, I need to learn this for myself. Yeah. It's like you telling me is not going to do the trick. I know what I'm doing. Yes. I know who I'm dating. I never know. I always make the bad choice. But this also makes me think, so the last time this happened to me, it was reverse. I had a crush on this guy I was friends with and I was so nerve. Like I knew I was going to tell him and like make a move, but I was so nervous that I was going to like alienate alienate him or like make it so we couldn't be friends anymore so I like went out of my way to make it be like it's cool if you don't like me back we still be friends did you do this in person yeah I do everything in person (laughs) the balls on this woman (laughs) (laughs) wait no actually no the first time I said something to him was over text I just asked him out to go out to get drinks but did he think it was just in a friend way um I thought it was being like we had never done anything just the two of us so I thought it was being very clear um so did he not like you back is that what happened um I had like was exposed to COVID so we couldn't go we were gonna go but we didn't but then he was talking to another girl so he he told me he thought it was just his friend so okay okay y'all it's just Abby. I'm recording this after Sage left, actually a couple days later. Her and I talked for way too long and I didn't want to cut out too much of the content. So I figured, why not? Let's just do a part one and a part two. So this week, there's not going to be an Ope story, unfortunately. So you'll have to tune in next week to the part two with Sage to hear her Ope story. Um, If you want to go ahead and follow the socials, you can follow me at Abby McCarville or follow The Ope Pod. Um, I explain it all in this part too, but I couldn't do podcast. I know I, you know, literally screwed it up every single time when I was saying The the Ope Girls podcast. But um, yeah, so just remember it's The Ope Pod on Instagram and uh, you can follow me at Abby McCarville and I hope you guys tune in to next week. Oh.